Okay, our objective is to reveal the way saints uh, should combat evil, evil workers or false teachers and their influence in the church of God. We want to see how we can uh, stand against false teachers and their if influence in the church of God. Praise the Lord. Now, as a way of recap, when we started uh, studying the book of Jude, we saw that Jude started with uh, narrating what is going on in the church. He started by uh, showing what is happening currently in the house of God. He narrated how there are false teachers and how Christians need to contend for the faith that was once delivered to them and to us as a whole. Because he saw the, 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 the presence of false teachers who stood to, 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 to uh, what's that word, to uh, uh, contradict the foundation they had laid earlier, what the apostles had laid earlier. So he, he came out to say that people, I mean believers, should stand for the faith that they once accepted. Now from verse 4, Jude explained why it was necessary for his readers to do so. Because it is very necessary. Now, Jude went on talking about false teachers and he likened them to many images in the Old Testament. And finally, in from G verse 20, he turns on to focus, to address his readers about how they can actually contend for their faith. But you, beloved, building yourselves on your most holy faith. Now, by way of just let us be in, let us make it interactive. What do you understand by faith? I need volunteers please. What do you understand by faith? Faith? Any volunteers? I'll start naming names. Peter, can you know the answer? <laughs> I think faith is believing in something. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. right. Now, in the context of the Christian walk, what do you understand by faith, sir? Okay. Faith is believing in Jesus. Okay. Yes, that is the savior of the whole world. All right. Thank you very much. Now, turn your Bibles to Hebrews chapter 12. Sorry, Hebrews chapter 11. Okay, go ahead, Pastor. Go ahead, Pastor. Yeah, um, just, I think we, we asked the question uh, before. I think somewhere when we were online that if was the this and all of that. Now, like confidence in someone or something. Now, that's Christ. Faith in Christ. But belief in Christian, the way it works is once they preach the gospel of salvation and you accept Jesus, that's belief. It's like that takes you through the entrance. Then you now start your journey of uh, sanctification. So that is where you need faith. That's why they say it's the author and the finisher of faith. So faith is the one that takes you through the process of sanctification, understanding who you are. Then at the end, we now have trust. 
while you are going through faith, what you personally need is trust to know that the person that started with you will now take you to the end. So that's faith, uh, belief, faith, and trust. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now, uh, verse 1 of Hebrews chapter 11. It says, to have faith is to be sure of the things we hope for, to be certain of the things we cannot see. That is a, a, a general acceptable definition, and this is according to the word of God. Faith is the evidence of things hoped for, and to be certain of the things we cannot see. Verse 2 says, it was by their faith that people of ancient times won God's approval. Now, God is here. He's, he has given us, now there are levels of faith. Let me put it this way. There are levels of faith. You need from my study here, it says the, the, there is a measure of faith. Now, that measure of faith is what has brought us to Christ. You need that to access and to receive salvation. Praise the Lord. Now, there is the growing faith. Now, don't forget the verse. Uh, what we are looking at is... But you, beloved, building yourself up on your most holy faith. Now, we are, when we were sinners, we, were, we didn't have faith. But when we accepted Jesus Christ, that step of accepting Jesus Christ was the measuring faith that we needed to receive salvation. Now, we are going up to the most holy faith. Now, pastor usually tells us about some with weak faith and some with strong faith. Now, at what level are we in? Can, you, can I let you know that there are so many levels of faith, but we need to, that means we have a long journey to go. Praise the Lord. Now, there is a, there's a level of faith called growing faith. Now, Second uh, Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 3 says, We ought always to give thanks to God, brothers, as is right, because your faith is growing abundantly. So, we need our faith to grow on a daily basis. Now, there's another level of faith called the great faith. Now, that is an unrelenting, total persuaded type of faith that does not give up until your request is granted. How many of us, when God gives you a promise, you, 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 you weary and you, you are disappointed or you are tired or you, you just lack that energy? You can't drive forward. You can't see it happening. Praise the Lord. So, so we, we, are, we are still taking ourselves to that level of faith. How many times have we in church where uh, we declare, I think it was a particular day where a pastor was talking about joy. And when we finished Bible study that day, the car was stolen. And that was just a test of our faith. Guess what? Like 30 minutes after, we saw the car again. Praise the Lord. I mean, God was just testing us at that point in time. How many of you, when God gives you a word, the next thing you will start to see is so, so, something very contra contradictory? Praise the Lord. Something very contradictory. I'm telling you, God has sent you that situation to test you. Praise the Lord. Now, there's another level of faith, um, sorry, called unwavering faith. It says in uh, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23, let us hold fast 
the confession of our faith without wavering. For he who has promised is faithful. I mean, that is unwavering faith. You, you can't waver. No, no matter what the situation, that is when you tell yourself, I am not moved by what I see, but I am moved by the word of God. Praise the Lord. Now, there's another level of strong faith. Bible says in Romans chapter 4, verse 20, he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. That's talking about Abraham. He did not stagger. Some, a man that is up to a uh, hundred, giving birth to his first child. That is one level of faith. No wonder he's called the father of faith. Praise the Lord. Now, there's something called the active faith. The active faith is being the doer of God's word. You, you don't just read the Bible for reading's sake. You practicalize it. You eat it. You digest it. You live it. Praise the Lord. That is, uh, I'm telling you, these are levels of faith we need to grow. It's not just coming to church and warming the bench. We need to live it. We need to be it. Because those are the things that will project our lives. That will evangelize to people without even talking. Praise the Lord. Our lives will display. It's just a, 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 there's just an aura that will surround you because of that kind of faith that you have. Praise the Lord. Now, there is, I have so many here, but I'm just trying to take them one by one. There is the faith without root. Faith without root. Remember when Jesus was talking about the parable of the, uh, the seed, where the, the, the sower was sowing seed. Some fell on the rock, some fell on, 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 on among thorns, some fell on good ground. Now, the type of faith he was talking about here is the faith that fell on the thorn or on the rock. You know, they will grow, but when situations in life come around, it just fizzles out. Their faith just fizzles out. That's not the faith God is calling out for. Now, there are some with little faith. Bible says in Matthew chapter 8, verse 26, But he said unto them, Why are you fearful, O you little faith? I want you to consider yourself and the decide or, or determine what kind of faith is in you. Are you, are you, because we need to build ourselves up in our most holy faith. Praise the Lord. Now there's some called faith without works. Faith without works. Uh, these kind of people just passively believe what they hear. But when, when, when they get out of the church, it's another different ballgame entirely. But people with uh, uh, genuine faith, that kind of faith permits no deception, no pretense. There is the faith that, come what may, I will stand by the word of God. Now, that is the level we should get to as brothers and sisters, as brethren. We shouldn't just come to church and just be, when, when, when situations are not going our way, we, we waver in our, in our thoughts or in our actions, but we must stand by the one who said it. He said, my word will not return to me void. It will accomplish that which I sent it to do. What is God's word to you today? We are called to build up our most holy faith. And when you have nothing to do, or you are just distracted by the, by the things in life, pray in the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord.
for the sake of the believer's growth, there is what to do and what not to do. Now, when there are ten things, five are, this is what to do. And the remaining five are, this is what not to do. If you go, there are two types of uh, teaching. There is where you teach someone, when you do this, you are okay. But when you teach them, don't do this. When they know, don't do this only, then what next? They don't know what to do that is right. So Jude is, didn't stay on what to avoid. He focused also in the later uh, uh, verses in the book of what to do. Jude did not finish his letter only with warnings upon warnings for his audience. He ensured he also pointed the reader to what they need to do practically. Now, for Next example, week. Jesus only gave us an illustration of the house swept and garnished, but not filled with good spirits. Therefore, it is so easily it so easily became the abode of more and worse spirits than those which dwelt in it at first. When you clean a house and you didn't you don't you don't welcome the Holy Spirit to dwell therein, it becomes empty. The spirit that left there will go and invite several more spirits. That's the illustration Jesus gave. Praise the Lord. So the last six verses of that Jude chapter 20 focused on how uh, uh, the believer should look inward into themselves. Praise the Lord. As believers, three things, we look inward. And looking inward means to grow, to grow in grace. Praise the Lord. And that is where building up your most holy faith comes from. The second one is to look outward. After you are growing, also continue to look outward, to evangelize. Let the beauty, let the aura of God, let it bless another person also. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Number three, let us look upward to God. In praise, in worship, in adoration. Looking up to, looking inwards into ourselves, looking outward in, in evangelism, and looking up to God in praise and adoration. Now, each of these three dimensions we would, uh, we would examine carefully in the next uh, uh, coming week. Now, in summary, it's significant that Jude does not tell us to attack false teachers physically says, instead, we should focus on our personal walk with God, help others who are affected by certain men, and to focus on God. Let God deal with them. Focus on your life. Focus on how your life can be also a blessing to those who are lost in Christ, who are lost in the world, and bring them to Christ. Now, how important is it for saints to watch out daily for what to do and what not to do. Praise the Lord. How important is it? It is necessary to know the right steps to take in life. It's not enough to know the wrong step, but we must also know the right steps to take in our Christian walk with God. Is there any questions now? Any questions? All right. In conclusion, Yes, we live in a world where false teachers and are more accessible than ever, especially because of social media. But we must actively and wisely contend for the faith they 
tend to misrepresent. May God grant you and I the grace to excel in the three recommendations of Jude as we discuss them one by one next Sunday. Amen. In the absence of any other questions, shall we pray? Our Heavenly Father, we want to thank you and want to give you all the glory and honor and praise. Thank you for the seed of your word that has been sown into our hearts this morning. We ask that let it find expression in our lives in the name of Jesus. Let us be a doer of your word. Let us help us to grow in our most holy faith and give us grace to cons consistently and constantly pray in the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' precious name we have prayed. Hello and welcome to the Apostolic Church Liverpool podcast. We hope the message you're about to listen to will inspire you, will be a blessing to you and give you perspective in life. For more of such messages, you can visit our website at www.tac-lona.org.uk. You can also access other messages and resources from our YouTube channel, The Apostolic Church Europe. We hope you're blessed and inspired by today's message. God bless you. Here's the message.